Welcome to Making the Leap, the podcast for women who are ready to jump into their future and make those lady boss business dreams come true. With your host, me, Rachel Perry, fellow female entrepreneur, wife, mom, and your personal business building guru. This is where we get real and talk about all the things you need to kick some serious entrepreneurial booty. From overcoming limiting beliefs to sharing the specific strategies I've used to build my own online business from the ground up. I've got you covered, girl. I'm going to be your new BFF when it comes to balancing life, momming, and business with poise, peace of mind, and of course, the power of a good set of fake eyelashes. Forget all the stories you've been told and the choices you've been given. You can have it all, and I'm going to show you how. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Making the Leap. I am so excited, you guys. Today, I had the opportunity to do a 30-minute coaching call with Aaron Backman. Now, Aaron is a stylist in Sacramento, California, and she is wanting to grow her business. She's wanting to make more profit so that her life can look a little different. So today, we dove deep into her business and into the things that are holding her back. And I'm excited to share this coaching call with you. Each month, I'm going to be highlighting a coaching client. And we're going to do a 30-minute coaching call with you guys. And I did this because I really think so often we can benefit from listening into a coaching session. We can learn things that help us with our own business. And I'm hopeful that you will learn some things from this call with Erin. Before we get to that, though, I do want to read a review. This review is from L.A. Sander. She says, Rachel is a rock star. Rachel is smart, savvy, hilarious, and makes every listener feel like her best friend. She's brilliant and just what the world needs more of. L.A. Sander, I couldn't agree more. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Oh, my gosh, you guys, I'm punchy. Thank you so much for those encouraging words. You guys, it means the world to me when you leave me a review. I feel like it's your way of sharing what you think. And I genuinely value your opinion. So if you feel so led, I would love it if you could leave me a review. And then I get to read it out loud each week, get to highlight one of you, give you a shout out. And then you let me know that I called your name, that I read your review, and I'll send you a little something in the mail. So you guys sit back and relax, take some notes maybe, and learn as I coach Erin. All right. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Making the Leap. I'm super excited today because today you guys get to hear me coach a really awesome girl named Erin. And Erin is going to tell us a little bit about her business, but I just wanted to give you guys an opportunity to see like what goes on behind the scenes when I do coach and why coaching is so important to growing your business. So hey, Erin. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Good. Yay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I want to know, Erin, first of all, tell me what your business is. What do you do? So I am a hairstylist full-time. I am also a manager at a salon that I do hair at. And all of that entails me educating as well. So I'm also an educator for a color line and a product line. So if it's anything hair, I'm all about it. Girl, she also has amazing nails. Yes. They're so good. Okay. Whoa. So you 
You do a lot. Well, how many hours do you work a week? So behind the chair, I do three days a week. And then I do an additional day at the salon, just managing or working with our team members, doing education for them. And then I teach probably one to two classes a month. So I'd say in a week, what do I work? I'm trying to think because we get paid hours. A lot. So that's a, that's a good <laughs> question. I was just curious. It just seems a lot. No, it's honestly probably like 30 to 35 hours. Oh, that's great. That's good. Yeah. So tell me, what do you want your business to be like? Like, what do you want your life to be like with your business? Where do you see that going? I definitely want to work more into switching from less manual labor in the hair industry and more intellectual. So I want to be able to spend even more time with my family and utilize what I have in this noodle of mine instead of what my magical hands can do. Right. So tell me more about that. How would that look? It would definitely be like max, like working at the salon one to two days a week with client. And then the rest of the time, either getting to develop our team internally at the salon or being able to work with other stylists and other educators and helping them just get better and make the industry better. So you, you know, like your passion would be teaching the stylists and coming up with different ways to make them happy, like give them education, things like that. That's your passion. Is that right? Yeah. So what would you say are your biggest struggles right now? Honestly, it's probably like myself. Like I get too caught up in, well, it's going to take this amount of work for me to do that because I always feel like I have to know the most to be able to present the information when in reality, I've been learning that people just want you to share what you already know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So you don't need to educate yourself to like the 100th percentile. Like if you know 20% more than they know and you share it, then it's helpful. So you're still get caught up in my mind. Like, Oh, I need to research. Oh yeah. Hello. Overthinkers anonymous. Okay. (laughs) Why do you think you do that? Ooh, I don't know. I've just always been that way. Like I bought a new car two years ago and I spent over a hundred hours researching cars. I don't know. (laughs) Did you get a good car? Are you happy with your choice? Well, (laughs) yes, I'm happy with my choice. But at the end of my research, I'm like, uh, they're all the same. Right. Whichever one you actually like. Right. Yeah. Okay. But there could be good things to that. Like you are, you love to learn. You love to make sure that you're making the right decision. I think sometimes overthinking can be a crutch and it can hold you back maybe from taking that leap, from taking that step. Do you feel that way? Oh yeah. Yeah. So let's say I have like a realistic magic wand and I'm just going to like, you know, I don't know. Do you flick a wand? Do you shake a wand? <laughs> <Boop>. I don't know. <laughs> um, it's a little like, <laughs> I've never thought about that. How would you, let's say this wand, I'm going to, you know, put it over your business, shake it over your business, whatever. And what would you say your life and your business would look like in a year? Like if you could just, it's realistic, but it's doable. Mm-hmm. What would it look like? What would you ask for? What would you want? Ooh. I don't work Saturdays anymore. (laughs) Okay. That's good. Yeah. That would be a big one. So I don't know. Maybe that we 
there's some sort of an implementation of a program within our salon, Mm -hmm. at least just to develop our employees who want to be developed. Okay. So then this loosey goosey stuff we have now. And when you say loosey goosey, do you just mean you're like, oh, this is a good idea. Let's do this. It's either that, or it's like someone genuinely reaches out because they need help with something. Mm -hmm. And the thing that they end up needing help with isn't necessarily like if how to do something behind the chair. It's always like a confidence thing. Sure. Do you offer like monthly further education type things like monthly workshops or monthly anything? Is that because people wouldn't be interested? No, we just haven't gotten our lives together to do that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you're here, right? Yes. Okay. So let's go back to the not working Saturdays. Yes. What would need to happen in order for you to not have to work on Saturdays? Hmm. I would need to make the other two days that I work behind the chair more productive. So I would need to increase the revenue that I'm bringing both in retail sales and service sales. And I would probably need to find a way to sneak in the hours some other time during the week for certain things. Like what? So that would be like any follow-ups that I need to do with either like clients or with our staff at the salon. So it's either adding hours on the front end or back end on those Thursday, Friday days. Sure. Or doing what I've done from now, like since I had my baby a year ago and I came back, I started doing some hours here at home on the days that I'm here with him during nap time, trying to make that super productive so that I have less to do during the week when I'm actually in the salon. Yes. I remember those nap time work hours. And when they don't nap, it's the worst thing ever. Cause you're like, I am relying on this nap time. Go to sleep. I don't know if you've had that experience yet, but it's coming <laughs> just to encourage you. Actually, that's not totally true. Some <laughs> kids are great sleepers and have never had that issue. I did not have great sleepers. So unfortunately that's what happened. Okay. So Is adding those extra hours, is that something that you feel is possible? Because it does make a difference when you have a family at home. You don't have the freedom that you did before. But is that something that is attainable? I think it'll just be some sort of a juggling act at first and figuring out how to balance it. Sure. I think I definitely do have a very supportive family life. My husband's a very supportive partner and he cheers on everything that I do. He, I don't know, he gets joy out of the fact that I actually love what I do. That's amazing. So I'm glad about that. And then my mother-in-law actually lives with us. So she's definitely a help with my son. Oh, that's great. That's wonderful that you have that support system. So what would it take for you to start moving in that direction? And I'm focusing on the Saturdays off because that was your first thing that you said you wanted. Yeah. So I actually had like my one-on-one meeting with the owners of the salon yesterday and kind of the thing that I've decided that I'm focusing on in order to make that happen is increasing my clientele that are extension based. I definitely enjoy doing extensions. I wear them myself and it makes me not feel like a bald mama. I would do that. Please, thank you. Good day. <laughs> You're like, yes, more hair. I have the clip in. I always, put, I don't have them in today, but I'm obsessed with the clip in <laughs> extensions. But it would be amazing if I just had them in all the time. Yeah, it is. It's amazing. I love it. <sighs> and so I want to build that part of the business because it's proven very profitable for me. Okay. And if I had more clientele that were 
extension clients, then I could be doing less buying the chair, seeing less people, but still okay. making more money. Okay. So that is where we're going to go. So let's yeah. talk about this. Where are you based? So we're in Sacramento, California. That's unfortunate. I was hoping you were going to say we're in Washington, DC. I know. I am right now. Hey, what's up? Okay. So what are you currently doing to get clients, those specific clients who want hair extensions? How are you doing that now? So right now it's just been either referral based or uh-huh. people who have found us online through either stuff we've done on Facebook or Instagram. Okay. We need to build our Yelp presence more. So I probably need to reach out to the previous clients that I've done installs on and get them to write reviews because our Yelp pages are very active. Oh, that's huge. Yeah. So are you allowed, are you, since it's not your salon, are you able to have your own, let's say Instagram account and Facebook account and then leave? So you are. Okay. Yep. That's huge. Okay. So you are allowed to do that. Do you do anything now with those accounts as far as talking about extensions and showing extensions and things like that? Yes. Okay. And we've kind of realized like in my one-on-one yesterday also that we need to do a little bit more with our photography Mm -hmm. and potentially get those clients that we've already done installs on back Mm -hmm. in so we can do some pictures with them Mm -hmm. because we've taken some gorgeous after photos. But not before us. Or the befores weren't, weren't the best photos. Got it. Yeah. About how many hair like extension clients do you do a week? Not even one a week. Right okay. now, I think I probably see, they're all in this weird rotation. So it's like, I won't see anybody for like two or three weeks. And then I'll see one a week for about a month. And then it'll be another two, three weeks okay. of nothing. And then one a week. So are you using, and is the salon, like, are you, and you personally, are you showing on your accounts through social media? Are you sharing the benefits of hair extensions and like what hair extensions can do? Because I know that as a, I love extensions, but I don't really understand anything about extensions. I just know that I have clip-ins and I have a halo, but I don't know anything about long-term extensions and what the benefit is. Do you do things like that? Do you educate through social media to your so clients? I have some stuff on there and we recorded videos a couple of weeks ago, but I haven't seen like where we are in terms of editing the videos because okay. that's obviously the content that I want to be able to put on Instagram. Right. And I think I'm just lagging for these like more professional videos that we've recorded. You know what yeah. though? Maybe I gotta I be honest. I don't think it has to be professionally done. I think you could just do a, a video or, you know, do stories and go, you know what? I'm really excited today. I'm getting new extensions or, you know, let me show you how I wash my extensions. I just wash my hair like normal or whatever, you know, like just start doing like educating your audience on little things like things that, yeah. you know, well, some people think clip-ins are better. Let me tell you why I think they're not, you know, or whatever it is, just constantly be a day in the life of my hair extensions, you know, like, (laughs) you know, just you're constantly sharing different, not the same message, but just it's constantly there because what's going to happen is you're going to have these followers. You're going to have people watching and then they don't even know that hair extensions is an option. 
right? They don't even know that it's something that they could do and it's affordable. Like start teaching people that it is because it's a one they don't even know about, right? They don't even, a lot of people don't know that or they think, oh, it's too expensive, forget it. And you love to educate. So this is an opportunity for you to start educating your audience on why hair extensions are awesome. True. Oh my God, Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) Does that help? It does. You could do. Yeah. I think the perfectionist in me wants everything to look super perfect, but Mm -hmm. I think you're absolutely right that sometimes just getting the information out there is going to be the way to go. Like just get it out there. However it is. People are going to be so much more, they're going to relate so much more to the non-perfect things than the perfectly. And there is a place for those videos. I'm not saying that those videos and pictures aren't awesome, but what I am saying is I don't want that to hold you back from doing something now because people are going to relate more to you and they're going to relate more to the real than the perfectly coiffed. They're going to find it more relatable. Like, I want to see, like, what does a hair extension look like when it's in your hair? You know, not a oh, and like, like, what do you even call it? Oh, so mine are like sewn in wefts. Okay. So, so it's like, this is sewn in here. Yeah. See, this I don't. This is not my hair. This is my hair. Not right. my hair. And, I, you know, like, people want to know how long this is people, namely People's Rachel. Rachel. <laughs> want to know, like, is it better than clip-ins? Are they going to, how long do they last? How expensive are they? Like all these little things that you could do fun things with, not all of it at once. You could be like, y'all, guess what? I mean, look, this is not my real hair. You know, something so silly, right? Or, you know, just constantly sharing like the awesomeness. When you have clients come in or you, maybe that day you're getting ready to put in extensions, you could do a Uh little story or a little video on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. And you could say, I'm super excited today. I get to do my very favorite thing. And that is put in hair extensions. Do you guys have any questions about hair extensions? Because I'm your girl, you know, just constantly be doing that and start growing that audience and have people like your clients when they come in. Can you say, Hey girl, you got to find me on Facebook or you got to find me on Instagram because I'm going to share this picture of you or whatever. Yeah. Are you allowed to do that? Or like, does your salon? Oh yeah. Okay. Totally. That's what you need to be doing, sister. <sighs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's attainable. That's, you don't have to right. pay to do that. You just have to start doing it. And I think that once you do that, you're going to start seeing a change in, or an uptick in people asking you about hair extensions. When you're working on your client's hair, like I'm sure you do, like that's what you want to do. That's what you are going to bring you the most money. And that's what you love to do. So that should be what you're talking about. That should be what you are having fun with. Like even when you go, I don't know if you shop for hair extensions or how that happens. Like, do you order them? I don't know, but the internet, (laughs) right? So what, but when they come in, Can't you show them be like, oh my gosh, we just got a whole shipment of the, look at this color and we can highlight these. We can get them to match, you know, whatever it is. There's someone I follow on Instagram. I don't know her name, but her thing is halos. Okay. The halo extensions. And she's constantly showing how her clients can go from having, you know, short hair to having the long hair and how it blends and all of that. I even bought a halo because of it. I'm not in love with the halo. 
at all because I must not be wearing it right, but whatever. I'm like, oh, I want that. Like, that's what I want. I want to do that. And so I think when you are constantly talking about it, doing, you know, YouTube videos, even sharing videos on how to style your, whatever it is, I think that's just going to bring so much more traffic your way. Yeah. I've definitely found that the more honest, lengthier, wordy posts on Instagram, even if it's just like, it's a picture of me in the back of the salon when I was feeling cute, but I have some message about something. Those tend to get way more engagement than just even a pretty hair picture. Yeah. Because it's you. Yeah. Cause I threw out the idea to, we have a social media person at the salon and she's basically the person with the camera. So she does all of our camera work and posts mm-hmm. for the salon. But I told her, I want to do a video of me washing extensions, but you'd have to come to my house yes, and I'll be in a bathing suit yes. and then you can record me in the shower. That's a great idea. She's like, uh, (laughs) it's not that bad. You know, you could also get a tripod from Amazon and hook up your phone and have it now, obviously not in the water, but you could also have that, or you could be washing them in the sink. Like you could do that yourself. You don't need her. I mean, I'm sure she's amazing. I don't mean like anything (laughs) against that. Or maybe my husband. Yeah. Like I use my phone for all my videos, like all of our business videos, all that we've used our phone Yeah, because the cameras are incredible these days. Right these days, like I'm 95 years old, but (laughs) I remember the Nokia brick. Okay. Right. (laughs) Oh girl. Uh, Yes. I remember my first cell phone and it was not small, but I do think, I think maybe you don't need to wait for perfection. You don't need to wait for someone else to do it like to help you with it. I think that you have the tools within yourself I know, in fact, that you have the tools within yourself and your surroundings that you can do this. You don't need to wait. Like that would be my encouragement to you would be to just start documenting things. Don't be afraid. Don't wait for perfection. Just do it. I heard a quote and I quoted, I don't know why this is so funny that it's coming up and I'm totally going to botch it, but I'm probably going to say it the wrong way. (laughs) The procrastination is just a form of perfectionism or is it perfectionism as a form? I don't, either way. I think it's probably perfectionism as a form of procrastination. Well, this is hilarious because now what's going to happen is this is going to go, our listeners are going to hear this and they're gonna be like, you guys are crazy. Rachel, no. I botch every single saying up. It's my thing. I can't remember things. Right. But anyway, I just think you are holding yourself back with wanting it to be perfect. Oh yeah. Like I'm the queen of that. And I don't think you should anymore. Should I give the crown to someone else? (laughs) I think it's time sister. It's time. I've been dethroned. Yeah. (laughs) What's going to happen is people relate to the non-perfect. They just do. I mean, hello, I'm case in point. I can't say anything, right? Like the the saying (laughs) I botch up every time, right? Like people are like, oh shoot. I'm not the only one, but I just, I think that that will be so powerful is to just start showing up for your audience and start being real and like show them why they need to have hair extensions. Another good idea that just came to mind. Also show them the cost. Like, because if, you know, I hear, oh, whoa, that's a lot for hair extensions. Yeah. But if you show me what I'm saving, that's also powerful. Like you don't have to clip in your hair extensions every single day. You don't have, you know, all these things. Cause 
I love having hair extensions, but do I do it every day? No, because it's a pain in the butt, right? Yeah. But if Especially they're already like sewn in, Ugh. yeah, they're annoying. Let me tell you. <laughs> so anyway, that's what I would task you with. That's what my challenge is to you. My challenge is to stop being perfect, get out there and show what you know and yeah. make it fun and be you because that's what's relatable. And I think that's what's going to grow you. It's going to grow you and your business. Yes. How's that sound? I love it. Okay. So Erin, I'm going to challenge you not just to do that, but I also want to follow back up with you and see how it's going. Are you down with that? I am totally. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here today and volunteering to come on to my podcast and let me just have a conversation with you. I so appreciate it. I can't wait to see you shine. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait to see these ladies just I guess men, do men get hair extensions? They do. It's not as common, but yes. Yeah. So just lines of people who are getting, (laughs) you're just going to be sewing in hair extensions and it's going to be amazing. So thank you so much for being on here today. You are darling. And I can't wait to hear how it all goes. All right. Take care, Erin. Thanks. That's it for this week's episode of Making the Leap. Thank you so much for joining me today, you guys. And hey, listen, if you love today's show and have a friend who might benefit from this episode or even the whole podcast, send them a link, share this episode or screenshot it, share it on Instagram and tag me at Rachel A. Perry. I would truly be so honored. And as a thank you for sharing me on Instagram, you'll be entered into a drawing for an Amazon gift card. Who doesn't love Amazon Prime. Am I right? And hey, listen, if you haven't already, come and hang out with me over on Instagram where I share all kinds of craziness and free resources to help you make the leap both in business and in life. Because let's face it, life and business can be hard. So why not get all the help we can? Till next week, my friends, take care.